Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 539. Even more startling was that I hardly saw it. The motion was smooth and lazy and faster than snapping your fingers. He didn't seem to mean anything insulting by it. He was merely getting my attention. He lifted his sandy hair and pointed to his ear. Here, he said firmly. Fiat. He barred his teeth again, making a biting motion. Fiat. Raised fist. Fiat. Fiat. And I did hear it. It wasn't the sound of the word itself. It was the cadence of the word. Fiat. I said. He favored me with a small, rare smile. Yes, good. Then I had to go back and relearn all the words, making note of the rhythm. I hadn't really heard it before, just mimicked it. Slowly, I discovered each word could have several different meanings depending on the cadence of the sound that composed them. I learned the all-important phrases, what does that mean, and explain that more slowly. In addition to a couple dozen words, fight, look, sword, hand, dance. The dumb show I had to perform to get him to understand the last of these left both of us laughing. It was fascinating. The different cadences of each word meant the language itself had a sort of music to it. I couldn't help but wonder. Tempe? I asked. What are your songs like? He looked at me blankly for a moment, and I thought he might not understand the abstract question. Could you sing me an Adem song? What is song? he asked. In the last hour, Tempe had learned twice as many words as I had, I cleared my throat and sang. Little Jenny, no shoes, went to walk in with the wind. She was looking for a bonny boy to laugh and make her grin. Upon her head a feather cap, upon her lips a whistle. Her lips were wet and honey sweet, her tongue was sharp as thistle. Tempe's eyes went wide as I sang. He practically gaped. You? I prompted, pointing to his chest. Can you sing an Adam song? His face flushed and burn, burned red, and a dozen emotions ran wild and undistinguished over his face. Astonishment, horror, embarrassment, shock, disgust. He got to his feet, turning away and chattering something in Edemic far too quickly for me to follow. He looked for all the world as if I just asked him to strip naked and dance for me. No, he said, managing to collect himself somewhat. His face was composed again, but his fair skin was still flushed a violent red. No looking. And that's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Nick, do you want to sing it? I feel like one of you wants nah, to say it. No, that's okay. 
Little Jenny Nosher's went a-walking with the wind. She was looking for a bonny boy to laugh and make her grin. Up on her head a feather cap, upon her lips a whistle. Her lips were wet and honey sweet, her tongue was sharp as thistle. God damn it, how do you do that? Yeah. Uh-huh. It, just, it has a meter, so you sort of match it, it's magic. You match it to a meter, whatever. It's also, I think it's, you know, there's songs like this in the real world. Um, I think that that's one of the things Rothfuss does very well, is a lot of the songs that he he describes feel real or verisimilitudinous as we like to say because there are a lot of songs like them i i can't think of it right now but there's definitely you know like irish drinking songs about sweet girls who are sharp-tongued you know it, it... even like songs that don't sound exactly like this i know exactly what you're saying this sounds this sounds like a folk song in the same way that like blues songs about women who are gorgeous but don't treat you right sound is that the same thing about how like all country songs are about trucks and and boots? <laughs> well, country is an interesting thing because pre nine eleven country was uh, labor, was solidarity music, it was working music, and it was about how as a worker you are not treated well by the system that you're under. And then post nine eleven, it was co opted by uh, jingoistic warmongers, and now it's about driving your truck and and shooting eagles and no i'm, uh, I'm sorry there's always been a strain of country music that is just dumb shit kicker music about your sad truck and your dog who left you and your woman who barks a lot <laughs> but the reason that there is a lot of country music that is about that stuff is because country music is heavily influenced to be generous heavily influenced by the blues which is all about everything in your life that makes you sad uh, which frequently involves, you know, she done me wrong. I I think it's very perceptive of Quoth to read Tempe's body language as being asked to strip naked um, and dance, because that is lar- essentially what Quoth has asked. In, in Adamic culture, singing is a very extremely intimate, almost taboo act. So that is kind of... Wasn't there someone singing in the in the like bar they stopped in yeah and quoth clocked tempe's odd reaction to it basically singing is as intimate to the adem as sex is to most people in like you know quote unquote you know the west it's that level of like intimate private you only do it with certain people you certainly don't do it in public the way you can explain Tempe not having a total freak out about it at the pub is because that's also an environment where sex work is happening and Tempe is chatting up a girl who might well be a sex worker in that scene so as far as he's concerned he's in a strip club okay so he he thinks it's a bit odd but not like outrageous because of the situation yeah like in that context that's a read i i think it's more like he can it's it's like being the difference between being in a strip club being in a strip club and being asked to go on the stage in a strip club i think that's the difference here yeah is that tempe can sort of like temper his no pun intended his reaction when he's observing it but being asked to do it is like is too flustering it's sort of like asking jordana to sing a song Mm -hmm. ah yes i understand now (laughs) And of course, the the linguistic problem that Quoth has identified is tone. And that's one way in which the Adem language is like Mandarin. And please, if anything I'm about to say is incorrect, 
Mandarin speakers get at us and, and correct me. But my understanding is that in Mandarin, there's five different tones that you can give to any like syllable in a word. So like, you know, the word ma, like M-A, ma, you can say that five different ways and it means five different things. Edemic, rather, has the same thing in it. So Quoth is not understanding the tone that he's supposed to be saying Freyat in. And maybe part of the reason why he is able to pick up Edemic as well as he is, is because he has a natural ear for music. And this language has a kind of musical quality to it. I think this is the discovery that lets him pick it up, actually, is that once he figures out the musicality to it, it comes much more naturally to him. That makes sense. I think it's meant to be telling the words that he learns first uh, in Edemic. Fight, look, sword, hand, dance. Those are like important basic vocabulary words. And I think like, so the idea that um, in Inuit languages, there are many different words for snow because snow is something they encounter a lot. And there's like, they have to have nuanced gradient ways to talk about it. That's a myth. That's not true. But I think that that is an idea that maybe Rothfuss is employing here in some sense. Like look at what words you learn first in this language. What does this tell us about this culture and this people? I don't know about that. I think that's just what Quoth and Tempe have in common right now is that they're on a, they're on a mission that involves being quiet and being able to, able to communicate these things. And also what's important to Quoth, like dance, uh, like music. I don't think that's necessarily, I do think that like the word freats, for example, which could mean both bite or punch. I think that tells us something about the language because they, they save the same word like spoken word for things that are similar in in outcome i didn't quite get that i mean i see what you i see what it is now and i think you're probably right but i thought i thought when he was like making a motion when he was saying the word he was indicating like what you were supposed to like think about when you were saying it to get the tone right but uh, your reading's probably correct and mine's probably not yeah, just to clarify, what I think he's he's saying is the way you're saying it means bite, the way I'm trying to say it means punch. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. As always, there is no conflict here on Page of the Wind. Jeremy and I always settle our differences. Yeah, it's Trudan who's always trying to tear us apart and drag the episodes what? out, make them way too hey. long. No. Uh, and listeners, you can agree with us on tomorrow's page. Uh. <laughs> the wind... wind.